Good afternoon and happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the premiere of In the Know with Jenny and my sidekick, Tish, and she's in the background. She's my producer. We'll bring her on in a minute. I'm so happy to be here this afternoon. Most of you already know who I am. I'm Jenny Nicasio. I'm also the co-host, uh, well, actually the host, what, what, what would you call it? Creator and host. I guess it would be a co-host because I have two other gentlemen on the show with me of Chasing Prophecy on Tuesday nights. We just had a fantastic show and I'm so happy to be you. Uh, be here today. I'm a little nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. I've always, I've already been on here how many times the last three and a half years, but I'm so glad to be here. So this is a different thing. And actually I'm really excited about this because this is going to be my fun because I have to be a little bit careful in the uh, evening show because um, it's paranormal, but this is not paranormal. We're going to break the barriers and tackle any topic with boldness and wit. So remember that Whew, from the depths of relationships to what's happening on the news, political stuff, personal growth, growth. You know, there's nothing off limits today. In the next, hopefully, a couple years from now, we'll see how it goes. No subject is off limits, guys. Remember that. So if you have a topic you want to tackle with me, please drop it in the comments. We are on multiple platforms, including Roku. So this is streaming live right now. We're also in New Orleans on 105.3 in New Orleans and 107.7 in New Orleans and YouTube, Facebook, Rumble. Oh, I can name a few. And we're on SoundCloud and hopefully we'll be on um, Spotify and iHeart soon too. And yesterday, we're just coming off of the dreaded holiday. Ha, Tish, what do you think? Isn't it my one of my dreaded holidays? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And I want to tell you, Valentine's Day, hmm. I cannot say it's one of my favorite holidays. I'd rather soon go to the dentist <laughs> than have uh, Valentine's Day. It's just, I don't know. I'm divorced. I'm, I haven't been in a serious relationship in quite a while. And that's why we have our next, uh, mm -hmm, our guest who's on the show with us. And um, she's going to completely understand how I feel. And a lot of people completely understand how I feel as Valentine's day is over. And it can often be a holiday that is exclusively caters to couples, married couples. However, it's, it's important to understand and remember guys that the holiday is ultimately what you make of it. Now that one song with Miley Cyrus, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Being single doesn't mean that you can't celebrate and enjoy that day. Right, Kel? Tish. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. So um, you can use a holiday as an opportunity to treat yourself. You can get it, you know, Sunday. You can get yourself flowers like I did, just like the song. I bought myself a little flower. And there's plenty of ways to show appreciation for the loved ones in your life. And especially, you know, if you have a loved one, like I have a granddaughter and I've uh, been showering her with love and um, makes me feel good because Valentine's Day is not just about lovers and married people. It's about being with the people you love. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to be in a romantic uh, relationship to uh, show that love 
And if you can also choose to ignore it, like a lot of people have done and a lot of people, a lot of single people, people who have been um, broken, um, bitter and burnt from relationships, um, they, they try to ignore it too, which there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it doesn't matter how you want to resonate with it. There's no pressure to participate in the holiday. You don't have to, as long as it brings you joy. But there's people like me who want to fulfill that. I, I'd like to start dating. Um, I've tried. Oh, my God. How many things have I tried? Um, come on. Come on, Tish. You know what I'm talking about. How many times? Bumble. Was it Bumble? <laughs> Match.com. You, you went on a couple dates this year. You did. Yeah. But, but they you know, didn't amount to anything because you weren't you weren't feeling it. You got to feel it. Yeah, you got to feel it. And um, hopefully maybe our next, you know, our guests will be able to help me do that. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her on. Um, we have Marcella Owens. She's from Talkify. Um, Marcella, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, everybody. I'm Marcella Owen, and I'm at Talkify. I'm a matchmaker, and I'm also a coach at Talkify. And I've uh, been there for a while. I come from a corporate background, so I've been exposed to all kinds of different scenarios. And I understand what people are looking for and what their uh, points of perhaps nervousness or anxiety are. So I like to walk them through it and uh, introduce them to people that could potentially be compatible with. So super excited to be here. I love what I do and I love sharing. So thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. I'm so glad you could um, do this for our premiere show. I, I think it's fantastic that you took the time. And I was talking to um, one of your um, corporate guys, I guess yeah. he's um, Peter. Yeah, okay. seems like a really good guy. And it sounds like a really good, um, how would you say, service platform. that you offer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, different platform, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was, I was doing some research. Mm -hmm. Now there's another matchmaking um, service called uh, Plenty of uh, not Plenty of Fish. That's a that's a swiper. Is that is that what it that is? is? Plenty yeah, of Fish yeah. is a swiper. Bumble yeah. is a swiper. Tinder, yeah, mm -hmm. all those Match.com, eHarmony. How are you different than like um, just lunch and these other services? Yeah, I think the piece that really differentiates us is that there's a, a discretion or confidentiality piece to it. So we tend to really focus on priorities and preferences, values, what people are really looking for that's important to them, that lifestyle alignment, whatever it is. And we keep pretty much everything confidential until the time of the date. Uh, except for first names. And if there's a connection, then we'll exchange numbers, last names um, are you know, up to the person. But typically, uh, if there's a connection, we'll do that. If there isn't, that other person only has your first name and that's it. So you don't have to deal with that at all. And the other piece that's super, super important to differentiate and, and know is that we match based on priorities and preferences rather than just what a person looks like, because that's traditional. Traditionally, that's been the norm in the dating world, right? Let me see a picture and then I'll tell you if I want to go out with them or not. But what about their values and, you know, compatibilities? And you may have so much in common 
maybe you're not attracted 150 percent right but you give that person a chance yeah that's right that's a little different right that what's out there tell me yeah on the app so well you know what i find disheartening about the apps is because even the men don't look like who they say they are right i mean you see these pictures and there's another this is a big this is one of the questions i had and that was way back like what about the photo of like the the filters you're not getting yeah you're not getting what you the filters is they're using them all over the place i mean there's probably a filter on this camera you know what i mean it's like (laughs) Yeah, you just never yeah. know these days, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like no, it's so point, and that's another component. So every matchmaker before sending a match out with their client will interview and see them, obviously on Zoom, right, on, yeah. on camera, and 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 confirm that they look like their pictures, confirm that they're a real person, right? So do you use Zoom? Is that how you guys work it? We do use Zoom. Uh, we're looking at potentially other platforms but right now it is zoom okay so so if i so if i call tell me the process i want to try this um talkify mm-hmm. i want to sign up so do i call like do i call up say hey listen i want to i want you guys to fix me up with somebody yeah good question so uh our on our website indicates if you're interested in learning more about the service you call a number and basically they will match you with a matchmaker based on perhaps your background. You know, if you're in your fifties and you want someone that has lived a little bit, like I'm in my fifties, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, maybe work with someone like that, or if they're younger, you know, in their thirties, they may want a matchmaker that um, they'll feel more comfortable with. Uh, At the end of the day, I mean, I, I work with all kinds of different ages and demographics and I, I'm able to connect with everyone, um, totally fine. But it, you know that, that's the first step. And then uh, we have different match opportunities. Mm-hmm. So depending on how many matches you want to go on and what your goals are, uh, and then the next step would be to meet with a matchmaker, where we delve deeper into what you want, what your priorities are, what your values are, your lifestyle, you know those types of things. So we can match you appropriately and what's most important to you. And this is a really important part of the conversation because you may have a preconceived notion of what you want, right? You Mm -hmm. may have in your mind, okay, I want someone that's six foot, this, this, and that. But then when we talk and I help you reflect on the reasons why you want that, you may change your mind and try something different. Or as you go through your journey, you may change your mind and try something different. So once we determine what that is that you want, then I start searching. So you don't have to swipe anything. You don't have to do that piece. I will do all the searching. We go through hundreds of potential matches. And once we hand select, we interview them and make sure that it's, you know, he is someone that would be compatible with you. And then we plan the date, we send you the date. And this is a really cool part of this platform is that we get feedback from both parties. So often when you're on an app, if you don't communicate with the person afterwards, you don't know what they thought. You don't know what happened on the date, right? Mm-hmm. Under this platform, we're able to do that, which I think is super valuable. Yeah, it sounds like it's it's something that would be a really 
great to try. I mean, especially yeah. when you said when you brought up being over the 50 crowd. Okay. Now I'm over the 50 crowd in a, in a month. Okay. Right. <laughs> so it's like how, like, this is something would be great for me because I've went on, oh my God, so many terrible dates. And then I have, this is one, one of the problems I have. You meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Now, this is how you would be able to roll out those kind of men. The last two years I've been on, I met guys through match.com. I matched and they just want sex. They just want to do phone sex. They just want to do text sex. And at my age, we are beyond that. We don't want to do that anymore. And in fact, I just have met a guy that I thought was wonderful. Um, there's somebody wants to know that what's the name of the show. The name of the show is in the know. Okay. <laughs> so that's the name. It's like, we're going to teach you what's in the know. Okay. Miss Gina. Okay. Um, so what I was saying was I just met a guy in person mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is where I would like to know, is it me? Seriously? Is it me? Or is it just all men are like this? Now men in the audience, or if you're listening, I want your input, go into the comments and please let me know. Is it just me? I met a guy. He seemed really nice. Okay. He was attractive. He, he seemed like a really great personality mm-hmm. and I really thought he was into me. Okay. He, he, we talked on, we talked on the phone. Okay. We met in person. I mean, it wasn't through dating. And then he, all he wants to do is talk dirty on the phone in text. Mm. Okay. Now this would be a great, um, service to use that you can weed out men like that. Right. Am I correct? Am I correct? correct. We do our best to do that. And one of the questions, you know, once we determine what the client wants, because mm-hmm. Not everybody wants what you just mentioned. Yeah. Most of our clientele does. They want a long-term monogamous relationship. Some want marriage, some marriages on the horizon, some not, right? Mm -hmm. But those are things that we ask up front to, not to really get them to say what you want to hear, but more to get an idea. What is your relationship style? What are you looking for? Because they don't know if my client wants a one night stand or if my client wants a long term relationship. So I don't tell them anything about my clients. So I try to really delve into who their true self is and what they want. So then I can determine if this would be a good fit or not. And I do have some, you know, interactions where, oh, I, I'm just dating around right now. I don't really mm-hmm. know what I want. So I know I would never set that person up with you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. I mean, I, we did that in, you know, my third. We didn't have. We didn't have. We didn't have, we didn't, yeah, but we didn't have that text technology. Tish, am I correct? We didn't have. You're younger so than me. Different. Yeah. Hey, guys are like that, no matter what age they are, they're just, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what I want to say, but they're just, you can like say that. what this, we're, we're just talking horn, about their horn balls. That's all okay, it is. They're horn balls. They are. Okay, they, they, it doesn't matter what age they are, whether they're in their late twenties <laughs> or if they're almost 60, like they have one thing on their mind, they're thinking with their pickle and that's all there is to yeah. it. <laughs> Definitely. You hear that now? If you guys, if there's men in the, in the audience or comments, please, uh, we want to hear your view because I, like, I find it, they're, they're all horny. I mean, really, 
Liz, they're all hornies. Okay, um, Pittsburgh Paranormal, you're a man, right? So you're you're just horny, is that it? <laughs> really? So, I think that's the problem. I mean, but isn't um, Marcel? Isn't there a way that you can? So you can ask people, like you you find a man for me, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're gonna say, hey, listen, she's not into all that. She's not into that phone sex stuff. Unless, now listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not a prude. If you're in a relationship, that's fun. Okay. You've been dating. Right. You don't do it on your first date. You right. don't do it on your second date. And you don't do it on your third. Let right. me have, let me right. warm up to you a little bit. Right. You know right. You exactly. Yeah. I mean, being on this platform takes investment. I mean, not only financially, but also in time and energy. So it takes energy to be interviewed by matchmakers to potentially date someone. So if someone's looking for something quick for just sex, they don't typically take the time to really delve into who they are because we ask very insightful questions, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, what, what do you bring into a relationship? What's, what are your best traits that you bring to a relationship and people get thrown off? Oh, let me think about that for a second, right? So it it almost like it goes beyond that superficial level of the apps perhaps because you're looking at a picture and maybe a profile that you don't even know if it's real or not. Mm -hmm. And as a matchmaker, we become very intuitive and we can sense when people are being genuine or not. And, and that takes a play into selecting someone too. So you can typically tell based on their answers, based on what they do. And for the most part, I would say 80% of the people I talk to really want a partnership, companionship, long-term relationship, mm -hmm. monogamous, and potentially marriage. Not everybody wants that, right? But yeah. for those, some do, right? I mean, yeah, some people do want that. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what um, a Pittsburgh Paranormal says, that um, women can be too pushy. That's true, too. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, well, at the end of the day, it's not a, it's not perfect science. We're all human beings, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's going to be different types of people all the time. Uh, and it's not, it's a, I hate to say this, but it's almost a numbers game. Like you, if you really want to find your person, you have to get out there and exercise your dating muscle, I call it. Because, yeah, right. Cause you're, you're, you're shifting and you're evolving as a person and you're, you're being shaped for that excellent mm -hmm. person that that's going to be your person. Right. And then the yeah. meantime, you have to kiss some frogs. you know. Yeah. You, I've kissed a lot of frogs in my life. <laughs> yeah. And actually there's one in my pond that I really become quite fond of every year. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, okay. Okay. So, okay. So we, you, you sign up, um, you, mm -hmm. it's expensive. So this is for somebody who is a professional. It's the day. Well, let me, the let me say something on that. So I think ex expensive is, is subjective. I think it's, um, it depends, you know, where do you want to spend your time and energy and your funds? Mm -hmm. Um, what type of membership do you want? There's all kinds of different options and there's promotions. So it just depends on the person and the energy and the effort that they want to put into it. And that okay, so this is an investment. Now, Gina wants to know, do you screen them for any mental health issues or do you do a background check? We do background checks. Yes. Well, that's great because I spent a lot of money doing background checks on the guys that I've dated. 
um, before, like if I met them on like a bumble or, or plenty of fish, I never met anybody on the, um, Tinder. I heard that's a t- pickup place. So I, yeah, I would I try too. not to do that. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. no. What did you like with, well, COVID's they said is over. Okay. So you don't have to worry so much about that. But, so, um, but actually let's talk a little bit about that because that did shift the dating world, I believe in that people are really looking to are more meaningful about connecting with people. So if you're going to spend time with someone, you want it to be intentional. And also it sort of opened um, the virtual interaction part of Mm -hmm. dating and made it like more mainstream. And so people are getting on zoom or getting on video chat or whatever it is and having a conversation that before you, you know, you were meeting in person. So this opens up the opportunity to meet someone perhaps statewide or even nationwide, Mm -hmm. because I always say your special someone may not be in your vicinity. You don't know where that person is. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. Like I want the guy next door, literally. <laughs> okay. I, no, I, don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to have to travel to them. And I don't think I should be expected to travel to them. And I know that's putting myself like on a, I got short, uh, not too much to go. Well, you know, if you, right. you don't want to drive far to, to get to them. So mm-hmm. do you, do you, um, cater to people who don't want to meet anybody out of state? Um, yeah, we do. Absolutely. But let me ask you that, uh, Uh, something about that. So would you rather date someone within your vicinity, you know, next door who is mediocre? No. And and good looking, but mediocre in terms of how he treats you or someone that's maybe a couple hours away, but he's fantastic. You're attracted. Yeah, but then how are you going to hook up? I mean, you know, meet and stuff if they're. Things work out when love is there. Trust me. I I never move across the well, you know what? Everybody I know that met somebody that didn't do well, because I know two people yeah. that met their their husbands, yeah. um, way far away, and it just seems like it didn't work out. Sure, and it depends. They, it depends on the person, but start where you feel comfortable, and then go from there. That's what I would suggest. But yes. Absolutely. So how do you how do you deal with scammers that try to scam people? Like they say that they're who they are. Did you ever run into anything like that before with Topify? I have not at all. So we vet everybody that comes on. Uh, We ask very personal questions and information, Mm -hmm. and then we do the background checks. So I haven't heard of anything uh, like that happen in the past. Not that Mm -hmm. someone couldn't hack or things like that, right? The technical world is is crazy these days, but uh, I haven't seen that. And that's another component of, you know, the safety Mm -hmm. because, we do talk to every single person, right? We do look at all of their personal information. We do those background checks. So that becomes another layer of security that perhaps the apps don't have. Well, that's great. That if you, if you really can check out people, um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're just joining us today, we have um, Marcella Owens from Talkify. She's here to help us, enlighten us and educate us on dating using the Talkify uh, service. And if you have a question for Marcella, please comment in the, in the comments. And if you, um, I do believe, I think, let me see how many we have here. We're getting a lot from um, YouTube. So 
I, sometimes we don't see all the comments in Facebook, but I do see. Oh, them. right. With StreamYard, it doesn't show you all the comments. Yeah, I do see. Yeah. I see. I see a few. I think. Yeah, we're getting the ones from um, Talk of. Um, we have Joe Montalo in the background. If you'd like to jump in, if you have a question from for. Um, <laughs> if you have a question for Marcella, you're because you're a man, we love to hear what you have to say yeah. since we are <laughs> but I think he's being shy right now. Okay. <laughs> um Tish, do you have any um questions? Um no, but I see that uh Gina has a question for me. Um, oh, so if, okay. you, if that's all right, I'll answer it. She, yeah, asked, she said that I'm younger and how's dating in my age group? Well, I'm actually um, a married lady, but I have a couple friends that are in the dating er age. They're in their 20s. Um, I have a cousin, actually, who's, I think she's like 25. She's like ready to like, she has a boyfriend. She's ready to settle down. She wants to get married. She wants to have kids, but he's not ready yet. Um, so I think a lot of that happens around this age group. And then also dating in general, I think everybody's just on like Tinder or Bumble or I know Tinder is really big with my age group right now. I'm, I think I'm pretty sure it still is because um, it's. I guess it's just easier to do. So I don't even think people like meet in person anymore. I feel like it's always on an app these days. And if I wasn't married, I don't even know how I would meet somebody. I guess I would be on Tinder too. Who knows? That's one app that I never tried, Tinder, because I thought it was just a, hook, just a hookup place. I'm not sure. I don't know about I know that. a couple people that met their now husbands on Tinder, but I think it is more... Culture. Okay. I think it's more, yeah. So um Marcella, what's so the purpose of matchmaking with a service like that is to find somebody who's a quality like partner, mm -hmm. marriage right. material, mostly marriage material. So if you have if you guys wanna you should check it out on uh YouTube. I do see there's a couple um what do you call it? Um YouTube videos. I, I think there's some on their there, there's not, there's a couple of different Facebook pages, but I, I didn't see too many. So, um, so what should you look for in a matchmaker? So it say somebody doesn't want to try your service. I mean, there's not too many around here. I know there's plenty. Uh, what is it? No, um, just lunch. So what, do you, what should they look for? So it really is going to depend on the person, right? So, and what you feel comfortable with. Do you feel more comfortable with someone around your age or do you feel comfortable with someone that is maybe older for that wisdom or that experience? Uh, and then what what is important to you in terms of priorities and preferences? Because that's what's going to drive the search for those matches. So every single matchmaker at Talkify is completely passionate about what they do. I know all of them. Uh, we do what we love. It doesn't even feel like work, you know, and when you do that, you put your everything into it. Uh, we have the best intentions for, for all of our clients. So in terms of picking one over the other, it's just really preference. Like I'll give you an, an example, like from a spiritual perspective, some people want uh, someone who's their same faith, right? So maybe that would be something to, to look at. But at the end of the day, we're all certified matchmakers. We uh, all love what we do. And we all have different personalities and styles. 
right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we will have their best interest at heart. So it's really just personal preference from a client perspective. Great. That gives me a good vibe here. Yeah. Um, so how effective is this matchmaking? Is this considered the same as online matchmaking? I mean, because there's, or do you actually sit down with somebody or do, is this considered online Talkify? I would not consider it online because it's a completely different experience. Okay. Right. When you're online, you don't have a a dating advocate interviewing Mm -hmm. the person you're going to go out on the date prior to you connecting. Right. So from that perspective, right, it's completely different. Uh, And we really take time to understand what you're looking for at a deeper level as well as ask super important questions to the candidates that we interview. So just by looking at that, it's different. And we, we're also there for our clients when they're not on a match, right? If mm-hmm. there's a question, like I, I share TED Talks, I share cool books, you know, it just, it, it, it's different for every matchmaker and client, but we're there for you as your advocate, your guide uh, to talk about if you're a little nervous before a date, we're there for you, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that experience is very, very different from the app experience of just looking at a picture and deciding if you want to go on a date or not, right? Yeah. Actually, even hearing that that's changing in the dating world, and there's a shift even with the younger generation that they want to be part of a community with shared interests and that's where they're participating or even social media, that's where they're looking for a match these days. Mm-hmm. The app is kind of dying down a little bit. Okay. Gina wants to know, do you have categories for gals looking for financially secure men? We absolutely do. So we talk about that with our clients and then we, <laughs> we um, ask for the candidate to share that information with us. And at the end of the day, I always say this because, of course, we all want someone that's financially responsible, right, and and stable. At the end of the day, we look at lifestyle because you could have someone that makes, let's say, 500K a year, but they have an ex-wife that takes a lot for Alan. Oh, yeah, that's true. And kids, spouse support, too. (laughs) Right? Spouse support. Oh, Oh, you could have someone that makes 150K but owns their home straight out. They don't have any, you know, expenses like that. So it's really about lifestyle. And we delve into that as well. But good question. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, what are the requirements for your members? Is there requirements for your members? In terms of? Just do you have a criteria that you they have to meet? Uh, no, because, I mean, other than passing the background check, right, and, and having intentions like that. Uh, the reason why is because our demographic is so vast that there's someone for everybody. And so while you may be looking for, you know, uh, someone in their forties who makes X amount or is Mm -hmm. having different traits, somebody else could want, uh, something completely different opposite of you. So we want to cater to everyone that wants to be intentional about their dating and Mm -hmm. move forward to find love in a different way. Uh, so yeah, I think that there's someone for everybody. So that's great. That's good to hear. And how, how often do you communicate? Like say I sign up, how often are you going to be communicate with me? Excellent question. 
I, because I mentioned, I love what I do, uh, super passionate. I want my clients to feel super, super supported. So the stance, you know, the, the basic policy is that every week and a half, two weeks, you make contact unless you have a match, right? I have an open door policy. So I offer my links to schedule a time with me or text me anytime. Good. Because I want to be there for that person. Because sometimes when you're feeling something is for that moment. And if you need to talk it out, perfect. You know, send me a quick text or let's get on the phone or a Zoom. And I'm open to doing that. Uh, but the, the stance is, you know, every week and a half, two weeks, we make contact. Well, that's really good to hear. So um, so who does the interviewing of the, of the possible candidates or Part the, ma the matchmakers. So you would so do all my the client, I will do all your interviews because I'm the one that gets to know you. I'm the one that spends uh, time with you initially, you know, about an hour, an hour and a half mm -hmm. to talk to you and understand what you need, what you're looking for. Uh, so I would be doing all those interviews. Well, that, that's that's so much. Yeah. And the swiping for you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I want to hear. No, I sign up for this service. Now, how yeah. long does it usually take for me to get a match? Oh, good question. So our guarantee is that you will have one every month, depending on how many matches you have. Uh, give and take, uh, it could be sooner, it could be maybe five weeks, be, just depending on what you're looking for, right? So if what you're looking for is reasonable based on your priorities and preferences and excellent. But if you're telling me that you will only want to date someone that's six foot and taller or six, let's say six, two, right. And I'm telling you the sad is dark eyes, and right. Sort of like so, the night and shiny barn. Yeah. 14% of the population is six male population is six foot and over. And that includes unavailable poor little short guys don't have a chance. <laughs> so the average is about five, nine, five, ten. So, you know, it depends, right. Uh, but once a month is what we stick by. Now, once I sign up for the service, can I take a break if I just feel like it's not working out or I'm getting kind of burned out from all the dating I've been doing? Yes, absolutely. So if we're in the middle of, of what we call a date cycle, let's say we talked, you told me everything you want and I'm starting to search. We ask that you go on that date first. And then pause if you need to, absolutely, if you need to travel, if you want to explore relationship more exclusively, if you're just wanting to take a you know self-care break, whatever it is, okay. uh, you can absolutely pause. Mm -hmm. And can you give me some success stories? Like what's the success, uh, success you know, percentage of you actually do get somebody and you end up married or in a relationship? Yeah. So we have a lot of engagements and marriages in at Talkify. Uh, I would say one of my personal success stories is um, someone that came to us as a client. Uh, he had a 12 match package that he purchased and we were on, I think it was his fourth match, fourth or fifth match. And uh, he was a little bit shy. He was um, not able to really ask questions without sounding robotic or scripted. <laughs> so I recommended that he uh, went to Toastmasters, you know, improve his speaking skills, mm. um, take an improv class, that type of thing. He followed my guidance. Uh, he met someone a couple months later and let me know he wanted to pause his account because they're dating exclusively. And oh, okay. Like six 
months. I actually need to check in with him because I want to see, you know, what it turned into. But wow. um, I thought that was great because inevitably when you're under this platform, you're going to grow personally. There's going to be that growth component because it's going to change you mm -hmm. and, and shape you into that person that, that you'll be for that special person for you. So. Well, that's yeah. encouraging. Maybe I, you should do like a sign, find me a match and come back in, come back on the show and see if we found. Yeah. A match <laughs> that would be awesome. And we're just going to take a pause and uh, do a shout out for the sponsor of the show, which is UPRN radio. Thank you. Okay. And uh, we're going to go on to a different direction. Um, and if you have any more questions or comments for um, Marcella, because we're moving on a little bit, but you can still talk about Talkify. Um, still, uh, what is this? I think I have one already. Um, narcissism personality disorder, specifically men. Sorry, men, but are you able to stop a narc? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, that that's tough. I that's mean. for next week's show. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to switch gears a little bit since it's a little bit after Valentine's Day. Um, I was on a um, TikTok. I follow a guy on TikTok. He's a doctor and he talks about pickles. Um, so use your imagination what a pickle is, okay? And um, we, myself and I, would like to know does pickle size really matter? Okay, we're totally going off gears, but Marcella's going to hang out with us too mm -hmm. for this discussion. Because we had some people on Facebook, we did a little survey. And Tish, I hope you have the mic. And Sean, Sean, uh, hmm, I want to, we're going to talk about pickle size. And does it really matter to pleasing your woman or your lover, your wife, or yourself for that matter? <laughs> 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 So this is an open forum. So please, gals, men, we love to hear your comments about pickle size. There's all types of pickles. Okay. And, you know, we can go on and on and talk literally about pickles, about spicy pickles, um, sweet pickles, <laughs> short pickles, long pickles, fat pickles, skinny pickles, and micro pickles that Tish likes to say. <laughs> no. Going to our comments uh, section, <laughs> what does Sean say? My version ears is right. Yes. That's why we're talking about pickles. Okay. Um, I got a few comments and there's probably more. I haven't been on Facebook um, since this morning, but we have a person. There's some, one of the comments was, I bet a good eater will make ladies not think about anything else as many ladies only have orgasms from oral stimulation. That is true. So it doesn't really matter if you have a big pickle or a little pickle. Mm -hmm. Right, Tish? And well, as long as they know what they're doing, because some guys talk <laughs> a big talk and they don't know what they're doing down there. Very true. Yeah. And I, I, I personally don't think a, a big Pickle is necessary <laughs> and it's not very comfortable either. So depending on, I don't know, you might have uh, access to a big tunnel. I don't know <laughs> if you're a big pickle. <laughs> Gina says it depends, but there are more than intercourse. Yes. We were saying that to please a sure. woman. Yeah. We were thinking, we were saying that, that the one comment said about it's what you do with your pickle that matters. 
I mean, I think, I think. Go ahead. I lost you there. You don't want one that's too big, but then you don't want one that's too small either. Cause that's not any good. No, I'm Mary Joe. Hi, hi, Mary Joe. Mary Joe, what do you think? Do you think it matters what size the pickle? No, you're already in the comments. So I want to hear what you have to say. This is an open forum, and we're talking about pickles. If you're just joining us today, literally, there could be all kinds of pickles, but we're talking about one specific type of pickle. <clears throat> so I'm not going to get it. You can use your imagination, Mary Joe. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think it's it all depends, and um, and if I, I don't know if you love that person, does it really matter? Right. I mean, come on, say that you're dating a guy and you haven't had an intercourse with him, okay? And you really like the guy. I mean, everything about him, he has a good job, he's kind, he has a good heart, he's a gentleman, he's good looking, he's super good looking. And then he doesn't really want to get intimate with you because he has a small pickle. Are you going to keep dating that guy? And what if he tells you? what if he tells you before hey listen i have a really i have a micro penny okay what are you gonna do <laughs> that's those things that we have to talk about i mean this is dating we're talking about dating and we're talking about relationships and this is a part of a relationship and it's a very important part what does gina say it depends upon a lot we as we age yeah as we age to me as we age it doesn't matter okay now, a 20-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 40, but as you get older, I don't think it really matters. Um, but one of the comments said, helps to have eight inches to full pleasure, I've been told by partner. Eight inches is ridiculous. Okay. I don't think you need eight inches. Am I, am I being weird? Is eight inches big? <laughs> I think eight inches is pretty big. I have um, a, a person talking to me on the side saying that um pickle size doesn't matter it's just what they do in other ways that matters or yeah tara yeah exactly 100 i would say foreplay is more important you know i know i i don't think there's a big deal about it i mean i, I was listening to greg gottfeld one night and they were talking about that and there's like because he's a really short guy. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. Does it, somebody out there who's short, does it, does it play into pickle size? You know how you have that old thing about hand size? I don't even know if that's true, but I heard about feet size. No, that's a different one. What do you think? <laughs> what is, what is Gina saying? Oh, I like it. I think we already read this. Dr. Ruth? What is she talking about? I'm not Dr. Ruth. It depends upon a lot. Uh, we already said that about the age. I grew up reading Dr. Ruth. Yeah, she, Dr. Ruth would be the greatest one to be on the show about this. But uh, Stephanie, Stephanie on Facebook said, yes, to an extent, it does matter. Okay, of course, things like foreplay, like we were talking about, and such matters just as much. And it depends on how well you connected with the person. Yes, that's what I was saying. And if you can compromise and communicate about it, you do or don't like it in bed. Yes, I, I definitely think it has. I don't think it's a big deal. And all the guys out there got quiet. <laughs> so, 
Come on. Don't be so shy. Be a, don't be a prude. Yeah, but uh, I, I think that when intimacy in a relationship, it, it should be more about who you are. It doesn't matter down there, I don't think. And, and I don't think. Yeah, Tara, what did she say? Yeah, Sean. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Tara, what do you think? Uh, does it matter as we get older? Uh, I don't think it matters one bit, especially women don't think like men too. They don't, they don't think like, Oh, I need to have it today. I don't need to have it tomorrow. It's like out of our minds, you know, there's not, I don't know, unless you're in love with somebody in a relationship, that what's, that's what matters. Do you agree, Marcella? Absolutely. 100%. I think pickles are in the eye of the beholder <laughs> and it depends um, on the person too. Right. And like I said, I think what happens before, I think Gina mentioned that too, or what they do, I think foreplay and getting a woman, you know, excited and not only physically, but emotionally, mm -hmm. if the guy is supportive and, you know, trustworthy and all those things, we will, we will love anything about that guy if we're treated that way. Um, I mean, there's always an exception, right? And if someone physically just needs that, I get it. Uh, but personally, I, I don't consider it that important. There's the doctor that I was referring to. He could actually do a surgery to um, enhance the size and the girth. And there are a lot of plastic surgeons that can do the same thing. So if it's like a micro thing going on, I don't totally think it could be corrected. And you don't mm. just, you can get that fix if it really matters. And, but then I want to ask one of the guys out there that does supplements. I mean, you see all those commercials. Do they work? The supplements you take. Does anybody know anything about that? What does Sean say? <laughs> the man only wants to please their woman. Men are afraid. They're not fulfilling and keeping them away. That's, that is really good honestly mm -hmm. men are scared you said it and i'm glad you said that because we need as women me need to know that i mean a lot like I, you go on a date okay um i sometimes don't understand why men don't call back you yeah. know after you've been out on a date like um i he seemed like he really liked me um I don't understand it. Why didn't he, why didn't he call? So Marcella, why you go on the, what are the fell rates on something like you? Yeah. The ghosting. I actually was looking at a stat this week on that, that about 25% of daters ghost. And I was, why? yeah, I was personally trying to understand why I think that it's easier for them to just not get back than face that it just didn't work out for them. It's, it's an easier getting out of it to just, oh, okay, I'm just going to block them, ignore them. And it also has a component of being narcissistic. That's what I, that the experts say, I don't know. And then I read this stat that just blew me away uh, that 11% of men that have been ghosted want to date that person even more. So I'm wondering, is that a sign of masochism instead? Oh, so you mean if I ghost a guy, they want me more? That's what I read. 
I'm going to have to try that. No, I agree with that because they want what they can't have. Right? Yeah. I know with my now husband at the time, we had a couple um, a couple breakups here and there. And during our last breakup, before we got back together for good, I just completely stopped talking to him unless he reached out to me first. I, you know, I was always like, oh, good morning, good night. Like the first to say all that. And then eventually we broke up. And I did not reach out to him not one time. And then he came back and he was texting me good morning and texting me good night, asking me what I was doing. Um, we're married now, but I mean, I, I, I do agree. I, I think they want what they can't have. And once you stop like putting that out there, they they want you again. Exactly. Wow. I, I never thought of that. I mean, I, I personally know when you're talking to somebody and you ask them a question and then they don't respond, that is a that is telling me that either they don't know what to say or they're confused. Like it's a simple question. So I have to try that with dating. Like I said, I, I've only been, I've only dated a few men this year and it seems like the, they only want, and here's before that too. They don't want a relationship. They just want sex. Right. And I, I'm beyond that. I want a relationship. So if there's any single guys out there, that are not bad looking, are secure in their finances, <laughs> and you want a relationship, <laughs> or equally attracted to myself. <laughs> Buzz me up. Um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's a confusing topic. I mean, yeah, being ghosted. Oh, in fact, being ghosted, I was ghosted by iHeart Love Academy. She was supposed to be on the show today. Wow. Instead of instead of just reaching out to me, and this is what I mean. She's a relationship coach. Instead mm -hmm. of reaching out to me and telling me, being a woman enough to, to text me, email yeah. me, or respond to my emails, I must have texted her and messaged her, went on her platform, and she never got back to me. And she was supposed to be on the show today. So just want to reach out to you. Yeah. So that makes me concerned. She's a relationship coach, but you're go ghosting another professional it's the same thing. Relationships of any kind. You don't ghost people. Right. <laughs> exactly. And at the end of the day, the way I see it, when if someone ghosts me or someone says something negative about me, I look at it as an opportunity to grow. And I'm thinking, how would I deal with this conflict? Perfect. I haven't had it before. I'm going to learn how to deal with it. And now I'm equipped to deal with anything else that comes up and letting it go. It's really mm -hmm. key and not focusing on that. And just there's somebody else that's there for you that will get back to you that has a decency that has, you know, that politeness to get back to you. And it's not a narcissist. It's just respect, respecting <laughs> each other, really having is. respect for each other. Well, how do you deal with them? Um, okay, so you're a matchmaker, and you have a woman who hasn't been dating for a while. She's in her She's going to be 60 years old. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know how to approach. She hasn't, you know, been in with a man for a long time. How would you approach? How would, how could she deal with this? Like, how, like, do you, do you help her? Like, how does she approach matchmaking and dating? And yeah, great question. Absolutely. I mean, people at that age range have dated or they've been married for years and they're coming back into the dating world and it's so different than it was before. So the first thing I suggest is just to keep an open mind and curiosity and not just date inside the box that you created, because mm -hmm. you could meet someone that, you know, doesn't look exactly what you envisioned, but could be fantastic. And just 
you know, keep that open mind is super, super important. And like I said, if ghosting happens at any level, then first of all, it's confirmation that that person is not for you. Right. So rejection is an opportunity to redirect and it redirects your intentions, your focus, your energy. Why focus on someone that doesn't want to be there for you the way you deserve? Right. Mm-hmm. Me, it's it's a no brainer. Just move on. Yes. Maybe send one last text to say, hey, just want to make sure you're OK. And that's it. And you move on. And is it easy? No, sometimes it's not because you, you start questioning yourself. Is it me? What did I do? Right. But mm-hmm. in reality, people are designed for different people. And so that was your cue to say this person is not for you. And you move on to somebody else that will deserve you, you know, that that will be there for you and things like that. So open mind, curiosity, uh, and letting go of expectations, I would say are the top three tips actually for any age, not just in their, you know, 50s, 60s. Well, that's, that's reassuring. I, it's just a, you know, a different lifestyle, um, life changes life, you know, you're every decade there seems like there's something different and when when you with dating it seems like it's changed so much so it's like they don't it's so fast everybody wants to move so fast they don't want to they don't want to like date they just want to jump in bed and get right to let's get there's no first second third ladies i used to call it bases anymore (laughs) right yeah fourth bay or you know home run you know doesn't even get plunk you're in the dug out you know <laughs> it's like it's oh, over right. it's like it's it's just a reassuring that there is a service like this so um if i wanted to sign up where do i go who do i call like it, does every state have their own like franchise is no 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 it's one corporate owned um so no you could go to talkify.com and there are resources there uh we're also on instagram uh, talk, I think it's talking, let me double check the, the handle. Um, and people can reach out to me directly if they want to as well. Not a problem. Well, like I said, if you want to sign me up as a courtesy, um, you, um, okay, as, I an, will as, as, as a, an exam, like a, an experiment and have you back on the show and yeah. see if I find love or Absolutely. anything. Definitely. Um, I will put your links on the um, Facebook page. Okay. For people yeah. who so want Talkify to is the uh, handle on Instagram and then on TikTok as well. And what I think I just, okay, that's cool. Okay. Well, um, Marcel, it was so great for you to come on the show today. Thank you Absolutely. so much My for pleasure. being on our first show and I hope there's more to come. Thank you. Um, and um, thank you so much again for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having oh. me. You're welcome. Well, that was fun. That was fun with um, Marcella with Talkify. Um, we have a few minutes left. I just want to go over. Thank you, Sean, Tara, Kevin, Gina, for participating in today. Joe, for participating in today. Tish, what do you think? I thought it was a really interesting show. And I think you should definitely go on this um, dating side to see if you find love. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what we, if, you know, if, the, if they offer it, I would love to, I think it'd be fun, uh, experiment and who knows I might meet the one, um, we have a few minutes left. Um, I want to just hash out some things that we're going to be doing the, the next, uh, hopefully on the 
days and well, I guess weeks to come. Next week we have Elizabeth Statlander. I believe that's how you say her name. She's going to be Stedlander. I might be pronouncing it wrong. She is a therapist and we're going to talk about narcissism. I know that's one of the comments were made. How do you spot a narcissist in a relationship in any part of your life? Um, family, husband, um, somebody that you're thinking about dating, a boss, a coworker. How do you deal with them in your life? I know I've had a lot of narcissists in my life and it's hard to deal with. And, and you always think it's your fault that you're doing something wrong. What's wrong with me? Why can't I get this person to communicate with me? That's because they're a narcissist and there's no matter what you do, they're not going to change. And how can you break free from a narcissist? Um, if you're in a relationship, can your relationship be saved or is it just, you know, you're just going to torture yourself for the rest of your life. So get out of the narcissist, you know, you don't want it in your life. So we're going to do, we even have a show coming up on how to shave <laughs> men. This will be a good one for you because he's a barber and he's going to talk about shaving and we're going to do a lot of different shows, political things like what's going on in Ohio and, um, Palestine. Um, how can we protect ourselves from disasters like that? How can we prepare ourselves for if there's an emergency situation, what we should have in our house, all these different things we're going to talk about. So it's, if you have any um, ideas for an upcoming show, we'd love to hear them. If you think you'd be a guest, if you're a writer, um, author, any kind of financial uh, institution, any kind of broker, we're going to talk about money, politics. Oh my goodness gracious. We're going to talk about trends, what's going on in the trends, cooking, anything that you think you might be interested in, we're going to talk about. Okay. I'm an author. I will be talking about my books and upcoming things that we're going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to be doing, I have a couple of screenplays. We're going to, I would like to get a screenplay writer on. If you want to write a screenplay, you know, come on the show. We're going to talk about it. Um, so any ideas are great please drop them in the comments and we love to hear your feedback. I'm excited. I've always wanted, I shouldn't, you know, I talked about my show before. What, what can I do? And I can bring in some things that I had on, um, chasing prophecy. We can bring stuff up, you know, that we had on tracing prophecy. We can do psychic readings. If you want, if you want to learn how to palm read, where do I go? How do I get started? You know, there's so much going on right now with the UFO stuff. Um, how do we can spot a real UFO? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Miley Cyrus, but I can buy some flowers. I can dance in the nude, whatever you want to talk about. We're going to talk about it. So I'm excited, Tish. So you can, you know, tell me what you'd like to talk about too. Cause she's my wing girl. She's in the back. It's going to help me. Yeah, I think I it's going to be great. Whatever we talk about, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun, especially since we don't have to hold back. Yeah, we don't have to hold back. That's what we're not going to, we're not going to hold back. So, well, thank you so much for joining me today on In the No. no life is art. Live yours in color. So have a great night or afternoon. Enjoy this beautiful weather we're having over here. So I'm going to play our ending and we're going to get out of here soon. Enjoy the day, guys. If I can find it, that is. <laughs> I'm going to play the wrong one. <laughs>